Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, we're Anna Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to share some advice for couples who work together. We also want to encourage you to share this episode with your married couple friends. If you have uh, friends that also work together, this would be a great episode to uh, just share with them so that they can be encouraged as well. So let's start off with a question. Uh, what What's one of your favorite things about working with me? Yeah, I, I was actually really excited about doing this episode because we've been working together for our whole relationship, I feel like. Well, yeah, we got married and went straight into the mission field. Yeah. And lived in a tent with each other for four months. Yep. So we did ministry work together. And then we, along the way, have transitioned from um, work to uh, like actual jobs together to you working and me mm. being at home with the kids. And um, we had a photography business together. Yeah. We, yeah we, now we're back in ministry together. <laughs> yep. And so we've had a lot of different seasons of different types of working together. And I would say that my favorite thing about working together with you is the time that we get to spend collaborating and sharing ideas and then executing them and seeing how they unfold as we pursue them. What would you say is one of your favorite things about working with me? Oh, well, first of all, I love that it was pretty much my only request I said when we, you know, when we got married, when I asked you to be my wife was, you know, whatever we do, I want to do it together. And we have been doing that. Yeah. We've been, yeah, there were seasons where we worked at separate jobs, but even in those seasons, we did things together. We, we had, you know, our photography business together. We did missions work together. And so I just, I love that, that we said we're going to do whatever it is we're going to do, and we're going to do it together, and we've been doing that. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, uh, you know, the fact that we do everything together, um, it's awesome because whatever it is we're doing, mm-hmm. it's ours. Yeah. It's not mine and you get to participate. It's not yours and I get to participate. It's ours. We, What we build, we build together and we build it f- for our family and it's ours and we get to put our name on it. And I just think that's awesome. I love that too. So um, along the way, through all of our experiences, you've had a lot with me. What is something that you would say has been a hang up or something that's been hard as we pursue working together? Uh definitely our different personality traits that we've had to like live with and learn, learn about and, <laughs> and grow in over the years. Like those, those have been the things that, you know, get go against us at times. Um, not as much as I think it could have, but um, it definitely has at times. I think we've gotten better yeah. too over the years. Um, and then uh, definitely expectations. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. If you had asked me, uh, that's what I would say. <laughs> having incorrect expectations or false expectations or, or high expectations or too high of expectations because I feel like yeah. I do that I feel like I put 
some of my expectations way up here and when in reality it, there's no it's not necessary like yeah. I don't need to do that um, the other problem is, is uncommunicated expectations yeah uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm expecting something to go this way and this way and this way and then you I'm over you, here you have no clue I'm expecting that yeah and I'm over here expecting things yeah. that I haven't communicated to you and that's usually when we um, experience we butt heads yep. and, and what we're trying to do doesn't work and we're like why is this not working so yeah. I would say unmet expectations um, uncommunicated expectations and wrong expectations that's all really good those have been hard things. So I, I think would agree. A tip yeah. to start off with is uh, communicate your expectations well and have real expectations, realistic ones yeah. that you guys are on the same page with. Yeah. Um, because it's just going to only hurt you. It's going to hurt your spouse if you're expecting one thing and they are expecting another. Yeah. And you guys are going for those at the same time. And it's like, what? You should have known. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's that impossible because we don't read minds. That could be really hard. So I, I love that you brought up expectations right off the bat because that's really important. Yeah, I remember we used to, we when we would have arguments about this. Um, I would re- t- tell you because Jennifer would have an expectation about something, mm-hmm. uh, and would assume that I knew what the expectation was. And I'm like, I, I cannot read your mind. You're like, well, you should be able to read my mind. Uh, so it just that's the nature yeah. is we can't read each other's minds, and so we just have to use our mouths. Yeah. At, or write it down. Or write it down, yeah. Um, and say what we're expecting. And then there can actually be a discussion about it. Like, well, actually, that expectation is too, uh, not going to work because of this or mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Or that expectation is too low. Actually, why don't we go, mm-hmm. you know, even beyond that? Okay, so you touched on communication. And so I just want to dig a little bit deeper into this. So communication mm-hmm. is so important when um, a husband and wife are working together. Because one, to weed out these uh, high expectations or false expectations or yeah. uncommunicated expectations. But there's also a whole bunch of other reasons why communication is important. And I would say the biggest thing is just as you practice uh, good, clear, transparent communication, you actually get better over time, wouldn't you say? Yeah. You know, I, we I always think of the Tower of Babel mm-hmm. story in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And it's this crazy story. It's after the flood and the whole world is like working together and they all speak one language. And God says something pretty remarkable. He says, you know, there's nothing that they won't accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so he, what he does is he scatters them, he confuses their languages yeah. and he separates them. And, and uh, you know, that's where we believe that we get all these, you know, the continents and the people groups and in different languages. But what was amazing is that God said that there was nothing that they couldn't accomplish because they were all working together in one language and they can communicate so well. Mm -hmm. And so take that same power. It doesn't put it in context to marriage. Yeah. Put it in context to marriage under the control of the Holy spirit. Of course, Mm -hmm. how much more can you get done in life, in your business, in your parenting, in your work, whatever it is, if the communication channels are just so open and and clear and you what happens is you slowly more and more get on the same page mm-hmm. and you think the same as yeah. the bible tells us to do as a church tells us to be in one mind one right. spirit one heart right. now you know, as a representation of the church, mm-hmm. you know, Christ in the church in our marriage, the same thing happens. One mind, one spirit, one heart moving the same direction mm-hmm. for the same purpose. That's so good. Hey, we just wanted to take a quick break from this week's episode to invite you and your spouse to take Jennifer and I's 31 day marriage prayer challenge. We wrote 31 prayers for my husband and 31 prayers for my wife to encourage couples in their prayer life for one another. So if you're interested in taking our challenge, as thousands of couples have already done, please go to marriageaftergod.com forward slash challenge at the end of this episode, and you'll get more information about the challenge. Thousands of couples have already gone through this prayer challenge, and we're so excited to be able to extend this to you and invite you to participate. We dare your marriage. 
Okay, so as you're talking about unity, and there's power in unity, why don't you uh, read the verse that we have for today to encourage Yeah, so in Ecclesiastes um, chapter 4, it's actually a verse that I had inscribed on the inside of your first wedding ring mm-hmm. that I got for you. And, and when it, he's, real quick, just when he says first wedding ring, it's because um, it didn't have a really good fit, and so I ended up having um, another one on our yeah. three-year anniversary, and then another one on our 10, so this is... Yeah. The one that I have now is my wedding ring. Yeah, I actually, I did the brave thing and I picked out a wedding ring without ever asking Jennifer. <laughs> and it was really precious. It was a beautiful yeah. ring. It just, it was attention setting and it was kind of thick and it hurt my fingers. So yeah. I don't use that one anymore. But you still have it. I still have and, it. And uh, so this is what's ins- inscribed on the inside. So we're going to start in verse nine and then I'll get to the verse that we have inscribed on the inside of your ring. And it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. So on the inside of the ring, it says a a threefold cord is not quickly broken. And the reason I put that in there is because, like I said, I want whatever we were going to do, we were going to do it together. And for God. And for God. And God was going to be the third cord, our creator, our master, our Lord. And he was going to bind us together into Mm -hmm. a strong cord that's used for his glory, his Mm -hmm. goodness, um, and his will. Mm -hmm. And it was going to hold us together. And so the the power that is in the unity, Mm -hmm. you know, just like we talked about in in the Tower of Babel, the power that was in their unity, it still exists when, when a people come together. You know, when the Bible, the Bible over and over again tells the body of Christ, to be in one mind and one spirit and in unity and oneness mm-hmm. because there's power and authority in that, especially when it's being controlled and run by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You're right. And so that's what our marriage is supposed to be. And so when we come together, whatever it is we're doing, you know, our, our, our jobs, our writing, you know, uh, our parenting, mm-hmm. the more unified we are, the more one we are, the more strong we are. And the more um, safe we are from the, the dangers of the, of the world, from our enemy. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's really good. And when I think about it, I think of um, how this plays out with uh, teams. So like sports teams or any sort of teammanship. Oh, this is a great um, example. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I was going to ask you to share a little bit about that, of how um, important it is to be on the same team. And you shared this in other episodes before where yeah. you've said so many times to me, and I've been able to encourage Uh, the same with you is reminding each other, Hey, we're on the same team. Yeah. So with any sport, any, any team sport, it's, it's always the same. The teams that work the best together, that everyone's playing their role, they're doing what they've been told to do that, that, you know, they're, they're following the plan and everyone's working together Mm -hmm. and not working against each other. That's usually when the teams win. Yeah. Um, Usually teams lose when there's a breakdown in the team. Yeah. You know, someone went off and did their own thing. Someone Mm -hmm. didn't follow the, the, you know, their... There's a ball hog or no one's communicating or... (laughs) So that's when there's a breakdown and that's when you find losses and injuries and, you know, things don't go the right way. So... Um, we know we use the word team in our marriage is recognizing that we're a team Mm -hmm. and you know that so many times there's been times where we you know we get into an argument and we're just frustrated with each other Uh, you know one of us says remember we're on the same team yeah and what it does is it quickly takes us out of this like oh you're my enemy right now and makes you makes us remember like oh wait you're not my enemy and I would even say that sometimes like I'm not your enemy yeah uh-huh. I know that phrase that we're on the same team has helped me in a lot of ways because so often I think if, mm. even if I was trying to achieve something for us um, and it's not going the way that I planned mm-hmm. or wanted it to go, um, 
it affects me and it frustrates me. But the moment you say we're on the same team, I remember who it's for. It's not for yeah. me, it's for us. And so even if that that goal is sitting there or mm-hmm. you know that thing that we wanna try and achieve and I'm going after mm-hmm. it, but not next to you, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's like it. Well, you recognize, I recognize quickly that we're doing it in, on our own only. Yeah. And we're leaving our partner in the, behind, you know, our yeah. teammate behind. Yeah. And, you know, it pulls us back in and be like, wait, wait, we're on a team. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not chasing my own dream. Right. We're chasing our dream or our business or whatever it is. So just to encourage those listening, like, even if you guys are working together, no matter in what mm-hmm. facet, like you said, whether it's parenting or home projects or a career, you're supporting one another. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you are working together as a husband and wife, the work itself yeah. is not more important than your marriage relationship. The, yeah. the goal of what you're trying to achieve is never uh, more of a priority than what it takes to get there together. Yeah. And this makes me actually think about um, uh, when a husband and wife aren't on the same team, and you actually see this a lot in parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the wife and the, the mother is, is raising the children a certain way and the, the husband's gone all day or something. And then he comes in, and, and what happens is because they don't—they're not on a team. They're not communicating. They're not communicating. They're not uh, unified. The mom might see the father, the husband, as a enemy to what she's doing. Mm. Like because he does it a different way. He's gonna do. He, no, you're 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 coming into my zone. Mm. This is my zone. I'm trying to accomplish mm. this, and all you're doing is getting in the way. And. It, it's amazing how fast things change when you actually recognize you're on a team mm-hmm. because then even if the your spouse, it's the husband in this scenario, is doing something different, then the communication starts. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, actually all day today I was doing this. This is what I've been right. trying to accomplish with right. this. And then the husband's like, oh, I can support you. Let me that. let me support in this way. Yeah. Like when I come home, I'll be, how was that today? Yeah. Um, so if you're not on the same team, mm-hmm. then almost anything your your spouse does that when they're not on your team with you, is almost going to seem like they're coming against yeah. your goals. Yeah. So get on the same team, get mm-hmm. on the same page, and ask God to give you the same goals. That's good. You know, and communicate about them. So we're talking about being on the same team, and I think an important aspect of this is knowing your strengths and weaknesses. So, you know, you have your own set of strengths and mm-hmm. weaknesses, and I have my own set. Yeah. And I think it's important as a couple to know and understand both of each other's in yeah. order to work together um, efficiently and effectively. Yeah, in business specifically, we can talk about our business. Sure. Um, I've always been much more apt at technology, you know, the formatting of the books, mm-hmm. the creativity, the marketing, web the, the web development <laughs> stuff, uh, all of the technical stuff. And you're like, I have no interest in any of that. <laughs> I don't. So it would actually go against our goals if I if I was like playing this fairness game and saying, I'm always designing and coding the websites. Here, you do some. You do that. I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, she, she would, okay. <laughs> and we wouldn't get anywhere. It would We'd take actually me five lose. times longer, yeah. We would lose. We would lose. Yeah. So recognizing that, um, that there is differences in, mm-hmm. in our abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, so if there is stuff that I might be able to accomplish that you might be good at, um, recognizing that because I am good and do all of the heavy lifting on other things, mm-hmm. that there can be a balance. I mean, like, oh, I'm not going to like expect you right. to just take on my roles just because I know you can. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because you do have these roles, mm-hmm. unless there's a season that that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. But then there's communication that happens. I was just going to say, then. communication is so right. important. Then. So both of you, you know, recognizing what you're strong at, um, and 
playing hard into those into those giftings. Yeah, and the more that you um, study each other and understand each other's strengths and weaknesses, yeah. um, you can actually prepare and plan around those. Like yeah. you can kind of like what you were saying, going in and out of seasons of saying and communicating, hey, this is what needs to get done. How do you feel about taking that on? Or I think yeah. I should take this on because, you know, X, Y, Z. And I think that when you know each other's strengths and weaknesses, mm. you play to them for the benefit of the marriage. Yeah. And when uh, both spouses are operating in their giftings mm-hmm. together in unity, but they're just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best at this. Yeah. Then you start seeing like huge victories and you, oh, yeah. see, you see huge unity and just momentum yeah. and things look like they're working well. Yeah. Um, but I, I good. No, you good. I was going to say the, the other thing to think about with this is to not be in a mindset of, no, that's your thing and I'm not going to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they absolutely can't. Like you wouldn't be able to go in and just start coding stuff. Right. Um, but over the years, you've learned a lot. I have learned a lot. Just from um, being willing and or like watching me, over your shoulder. Watching over my shoulder or me teaching you something. Yeah. And you've been able to do a lot of stuff that you weren't able to do before yeah. because you were not yeah. shut off like, no, I'm not going to touch that's that. That's your really, thing. I'm not going to do that. No, that's actually a really cool testament to when we do play to our strengths and mm-hmm. weaknesses, we um, grow in them. And, um, and we grow in our weaknesses also. Right. I was just going to yeah. say, we, we have opportunities where we experience growth so mm-hmm. that years down the line, we can see that growth and be encouraged by it. That's really cool. We just wanted to take a quick break to ask you if you are enjoying this content, would you please leave a star review and a comment review? This helps us spread the word about Marriage After God and and just all the episodes that we have to offer. And we would love uh, just to get that reach out there. So please, again, if you have a moment, just um, take that time to leave a star review and a comment review for us. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the episode. So when I almost interrupted you earlier, one thing that I was just going to say is um, when you do, um, you know, work to your positions and what you're good at um, and you experience those victories, Mm -hmm. it's really encouraging to your heart. And because your heart is in the right place, you end up serving each other. Um, Wouldn't you say that we've we've served each other along the way just amidst all the work that we've been doing um, because our hearts mm. have been in the right place. Um, well, a good example of this is, so you're, you, I would say you're the, the biggest writer in our relationship. Yeah. So in our, in our business, you do a heavy, heavy lifting on the writing side yeah. of things. But I also know that you need um, uninterrupted uh, quiet time to just really get into writing. Yeah. So then there's been seasons. Yeah, exercise. for you, 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 you flourish the best when you're just like, oh, all I'm gonna do right now is sit down and write and no mm-hmm. one's gonna bother me. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll do is I'll say, I'm gonna take the kids, I'm gonna go, you have three hours, four hours, and call me when you're done. Yeah. I mean, then sometimes it even goes beyond that, or other times I'm like, hey, I need to get you early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, knowing how we work, knowing what we need and what we need mm-hmm. to be to be the most efficient because again I'm thinking team yeah, yeah this isn't this is going to be hard for me because I'm not used to this mm-hmm. um, but I can do it yeah um, and by me doing this is going to amplify what you're able to c- accomplish mm-hmm. that's good that's a really good point and um, you know earlier you mentioned uh, the conditions of our hearts and if we are um, kind of going yeah. at it alone like solo like I'm just chasing this thing over mm-hmm. here my heart's not going to be willing to serve you in no, any it's of gonna that. it's going to be self-serving. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be self-serving because it's all about what I have to get done or what yeah. I need um, versus how mm-hmm. can we do this together as a team and thereby yeah. serving each other. So I think I think one aspect of working together that I really love is just that um, by nature, we end up serving each other. So the 
you know, the last kind of tip I want to bring up in this idea of working together is um, is not necessarily about the thing that we're doing. So there's a plethora of things that, you know, these couples are, are doing together, mm-hmm. you know, work-wise or you know, parenting or whatever it is. Um, but the it, it's this idea is not about what they're doing, but it's about why they're doing it and how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, we always bring this up, we're a marriage after God. Yeah. Our whole purpose in life is to be a witness in this world. Mm-hmm. And so there's something powerful to the outside world, to unbelievers, when they see a husband and wife working well together mm-hmm. in whatever it is they're doing, when they th- when they see us and they're like, "How do they do that?" Because that's not normal. That's mm-hmm. not. It's not common in the in the secular world for a husband and wife to to be at so much peace and power together and working together so well. It does happen, mm-hmm. but it's not common. Mm-hmm. And you know, seeing a couple, you know, working with each other's strengths and encouraging each other and lifting each other up and building something amazing together and working for the same goal, for the same purpose, with the same heart, right? And the same direction. And so I just wanted to, to, to bring up this idea that how you work with your spouse and how you interact with them is being a witness in the world. That's so good. You know, when people see how you guys are pulling it off. Mm-hmm. And then not just in the one area, but like in everything like parenting yeah. and your work and, you know, life, you know, uh, home life. Yeah. You know, you, we want it to be a message mm-hmm. to the world. They want, to, they, want to, they want to be an example. It also, it, it makes that process of, like you said, how you're doing it and uh, what it takes right. to get there so much more important than the actual work that gets accomplished at the end. Exactly. Because it could be easy to have the mask Mm -hmm. and like all they see is the fruit of the work, Mm -hmm. but they don't see the fruit of how you work. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden when they see how you work and they're like, oh, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Or they can see like, wow, like not only is what they're creating good, but they also like, that's amazing how they work together. It's a pretty incredible testimony. And so we just want to encourage you, if you're working with your spouse, if you're building something, a business, or if it's just parenting, or if it's your home life or whatever it is, be in unity, be in one mind, be in one spirit, and do it for God's glory. There's a scripture that we're going to read in Colossians that just highlights this perfectly. So in Colossians 3, verse 23 through 24, it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will Mm. receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Yeah. So this is in context of, you know, it was talking about bond servants that are working for a master. And, you know, in today's language, it might be like your boss because mm-hmm. we don't have bond servants anymore, you know. So but it's still like universal in the, in the way we are called to work at whatever we do. Yeah. It says whatever you do, mm-hmm. do it for the Lord and to re- recognize that we're doing it to please him. I was going to say, it's like <laughs> it's like God saying, hey, remember you and me, we're on the same team. <laughs> hey, you remember yeah, you like, and me hey, and no, your spouse, we're, we're all together. on the same team. A quarter of three strands, it's <laughs> yeah. not quickly broken. Yeah. And so just recognizing that um, as a ministry in the world mm-hmm. and in your marriage uh, and in your family, that the way you work together, the way you communicate, the way you, you, you accomplish the tasks and the things that God's placed in your life mm-hmm. is a witness. And it pleases God when we do it for him. Yeah. And we don't do it for ourselves. And I don't say like, oh, this is only working as long as you serve me mm-hmm. and make it work for me. No, I say I'm, I'm going to work hard because I want to please my Father in heaven. So we just hope this encourages you today. If, if, if you are like us and you work with your spouse, um, I just pray that you consider these things. Open up the Bible. Read some scriptures uh, about this, about working hard, about, mm-hmm. about um, good integrity and how to, how to walk with your spouse um, in, in this life. And just remember, as a, as a marriage is after God, we're doing it for Him. Yeah. And whatever we do, we're working for Him. 
And so we hope you enjoyed this and uh, we pray that you would share this with someone that could use this and uh, we'll see you next time. Did you enjoy today's show? Find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.